back to LA is our house. Welcome back for the 239th time, guys. It's it's yeah, it's been that long uh, mm -hmm. since we've been doing this. So yeah, fun times. And uh, we're, today we're going to be talking about something we haven't talked about in about mm, two months, uh, which is a good thing, and something that hasn't happened in three months, which again <laughs> is a good thing. So uh, we'll, we'll get into all that. We'll get into uh, you know the. Uh, rekindled galaxy uh fan hopes for a playoff spot and uh you know all the other fun stuff that comes with a victory uh here to talk to me about all that mr david arona hey and uh i'm your host louis barone and because i am your host it means that bobby will not be joining us this week as you know sometimes life just happens and so yeah um you had to go she had to go work and make money, whatever that means. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Well, I mean, I know what it means. It's just I'm not doing it well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Um, but uh, some of us but have yes. jobs, and some of us have jobs, and the other, and and the rest of us have careers, Lewis. That's yes, just sir. what happens sometimes. That is just what happens. And, <laughs> scrub, yeah, scrub, yeah, scrub, so. scrub, 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 scrub. Yeah, uh, others are just little side hustles. Um, right. <laughs> uh, anyways, so yeah, here we are. We're, we're talking, well, we're going to talk about a Galaxy victory. We haven't done that in about two months. Uh, so uh, first time the Galaxy have won in 10 games. And uh, if you listen to Balls and Beers last week, uh, thank you. If you if you haven't, well, go ahead. Start listening to Balls and Beers. Uh, but I had said that, look, there, there's something funky in the air that I was able to like pinpoint that there's going to be some MLS stuff going on this week. And the galaxy may very well be a recipient, uh, on oh, the, on the good side. 100% a recipient yeah. of, of the, the most MLS, the MLS could MLS this week. Yeah. It, it was pretty, pretty MLS. -y, uh, which is why we love the league. And yeah, the, the, the galaxy ended up winning. I had said that I, I, there's no reason the galaxy should be winning this game. The trends say that the, Galaxy should be losing this. They're playing against a team that has not lost in nine games. They haven't won in nine games. Everything kind of pointed to, yep, MLS is going to right here. Um, and this is probably your only hope that the Galaxy would win. And lo and behold, the Galaxy ended up a two to one victory's worth. This is the Galaxy's best performance since arguably the Fourth of July game. Uh, a game that well, they lost, I would, by the way. I would say better. I would say better performance than the Fourth of July game because they actually did win this game. Uh, you know, probably since uh, I would even say this was probably a better performance than the Austin game, which everybody pointed to as their best game uh, for you know for probably about two years. Uh, I thought that the Galaxy surprisingly looked very, very good, very confident, very dangerous at times. Again, the chances, the chances created versus the chances uh, finished. Um, I would say that they probably, the, the chances that they did finish being the Chicharito goal and the penalty were probably their least dangerous uh, attacks on the night or the probably the xg on those on those were probably low compared to some of the other ones uh chicharito had a couple where he shot them right at the goalkeeper uh which is very unlike him um but you know in the end the galaxy get the victory um lewis i want to talk about the starting 11 for a second okay um you have bonding goal hamalanin williams depew and araho on the back uh, Ravellison, JDS in the midfield, Grancier, Vasquez, Cabral in the mid, you know, sitting above them, and then Chicharito up top. Is this Greg Vanny's A1 lineup? Um, is, is this the one that's going to see us through a playoff game? You know what's, uh, what, what's, what's really crazy about that question is that you're asking it in week 31. Sure. Or week 29 uh, and not week, say, even eight. Um, that is a problem. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, that they had to deal with injuries and they had to deal with, you know, obviously a lot of turnover and the signing of new players. Uh, but I want to say that 
this is probably your best lineup with the exception of maybe Viafania because Viafania will probably give you a better defensive effort than Heimelainen does. Um, Heimelainen will probably give you a better offensive effort. Um, but I think if Viafania is healthy, you might see Viafania in that left-back role. And um, I, I also think it's interesting that Leggett is missing from the starting lineup because a mm. lot of people were saying, ooh, well... You can't like sit legit on the bench, right? Like he's a national team player and he's like one of the more senior uh, players on the galaxy. Um, but it's interesting to, to, to think that the a squad does not include Sebastian legit, which is, I think on any other team, probably an extremely good, you know, thing to have where like your role player is just as good as your starter. Um, but this is pretty close to the best lineup that the Galaxy can really put on. And I and for what it's worth, I think Legit is a really good super sub. But I also feel that Cabral could be a really good super sub. Yeah. Um, and I also feel that Alvarez is better suited in that substitution role where, like, you, you need offense. You need a spark. He is a spark. Rather yeah. than... You know, you're going to have to hold the fort for, for, for like 90 minutes. And if you're not working out, I got to put someone in there, uh, you know, to do that. So, um, yeah, I would say this is pretty close to it so uh, if, as possible. So if you're Vanny and you're looking for a spot for Legette, who do you sub out out of this lineup? Uh, Grant's I mean, here? No, it'd be Cabral. Cabral, okay. Yeah, it, it, um, it would be Cabral. I, I actually thought that Cabral had a really good game. I, I, I liked what Cabral was doing in this game. He looked like he was playing with fire in his belly. So the last time we recorded, we, we didn't record uh, uh, a pod last week uh, outside of Balls and Beers. There was no game. And uh, the time before that, I had said, hey, Cabral has not played in two games. And we're talking like, you know, you're playing three games in as in like eight or nine days. So you need all the players available to be some sort of, you know, playing some sort of role in one of these three games because of the rotation. And Cabral was not in there. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really interesting that, you know, why is this happening? Obviously, you know, people asked about it and Vanny was saying, this is kind of between us. Uh, so obviously Vanny did what I said should have been done long ago. You know, you need to bench him. You need to say, Hey, something's need to change, dude. Like we're paying you a lot of money. You haven't produced. Something's got to change. He comes back. And, you know, he didn't light the world on fire. I also, th I kind of believe it was part of a really good collective performance from the Galaxy. I think everybody was firing on all cylinders. I thought just the team played very, very well. He was a part of the team. He wasn't on an island. He wasn't out there uh, as far as player performances. I think he fit very well as to what the Galaxy were doing Saturday night. And, yeah, the, the guy was tracking back on defense. The guy was playing with a little bit more intensity. Uh, a little bit more um, like he cared. You know, we, we, we've talked about how um, Cabral has this very laid back, laissez faire type of style. And all of a sudden he's hustling and he's playing with some sort of urgency. So that was, you know, something that was uh, nice to see. But I also feel that I don't, I, I don't want to say it's anything special because, I like I said, I feel that he was part of a collective all around really good collective performance from the galaxy. So I think they really fed off each other in that game. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I thought that, um, that actually it was uh grand seer that was, um, feeling a little less, um, you know, involved in the game, but you know, nonetheless, he, he still contributed, um, to the match. Uh, how do you? What do you think about the defense? I mean, uh, I think we, the defense has been talked to death, sort of on on this pad, pod and a lot of the others. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about how, how we didn't know who the best center back pairing was going to be, and a lot of us thought about Stairs and Depew. Uh, you get Derek Williams back in the lineup. I thought he was he was pretty good uh, on the night. Um, and Nick DePew playing next to him. And I thought Nick DePew was pretty good on the night. Um, is this sort of our, do you stick with this? 
If I, it's not broke, well, look, I mean, I, I, I don't think you bring Koulibaly back in, right? At least not this season, at least not until somebody has a bad game. There is a, um, so obviously the Galaxy are still very much in the playoff hunt, um, which says a lot about the league, and we say this every year, right? Galaxy have not won a game in 10, uh, in nine games, and we're still in a playoff spot. Uh, they win a game, and now they're like top 10 in overall in the league. This is MLS, and I think Bobby made like that point uh, a few weeks back, and I think it was on Balls and Beers, where we're, you know, when we're talking about, you know, did the Galaxy deserve to be in first place? How the hell are we still in the playoff spot when we had such a bad second half? And Bobby had said, well, this is MLS, right? Like everyone else is kind of tanking and it just kind of kept us there. Um, and so with the way the Galaxy are going now, we're like, okay, well, every point really does matter now. We can't necessarily start or continue to experiment or continue to just stick with this program if it's not working. Something's got to change, right? So um, Williams is back. I mean, he was always going to be the starter. Um, and I also thought he had a good game. But again, I think everyone just kind of fed off each other. Um, and then uh, Depew was kind of a surprise over Steris. And maybe, you know, Greg Banny saw something in those uh, two weeks off that said, hey, Depew kind of deserves this. And he, I mean, if we can see that, you know, Sega is the weak link in that back line, then Vanny obviously has to see it too. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure he's figured out, okay, you've, you, you've got weak weaknesses that you've, it's been, they've been exploited. You need to work on that. And, you know, we got to put someone else in there that we, at the moment we trust, we need to win games. So, you know, the pew earns his spot. And, um, as I said, I, I think, Everyone just kind of played a very, very all-around good game, both offensively, defensively. I don't want to say offensively because the finishing obviously wasn't there. But as far as creating chances, as far as controlling the the, the pace of the game, dictating the tempo, um, you know, you control the ball, you, you, you basically dominated the game. It was a game that was definitely deserving of the three points. Um, and the defense played, for the most part, they played very, very well. Um, the Blanco goal whether it was intentional, whether it was a cross uh, that just happened to go in the goal. Either way, I think it was a little fluky. Yeah. Um, I think Bond could have done better. Um, there was also uh, the fact that Araujo got tripped up in the box, you know, as he was trying to uh, work his way over to Blanco. Uh, nothing was called. And uh, I'm not sure, you know, it was intentional. I'm not sure it was just a slip up. And maybe that's, maybe that's why it wasn't called. Um, so, you know, Blanco had more than enough time to do what he, he does. And, uh, you know, it gets this very fluky type of goal. And uh, all of a sudden the momentum is like, oh, my God. Like, you know, th this, is, this is what happens when you don't finish your chances, right? Like, now you're in danger of losing these three points. Um, but overall, I, I thought, aside from that, defense played very, very well. I mean, they completely shut down Portland. Uh, in the first half, and then yeah. after the goal was scored, you kind of figured, okay, you know they're going to push up. They're going to have to, you know, get that goal. So there was a little bit of, like, shakiness after that goal, but then, you know, they recovered. It, it was probably, arguably, again, collectively, one of the best defensive performances of the season. Yeah. Uh, I so, mean, obviously, we we like we would have preferred to see a clean sheet. I think if you – I think if the Galaxy get a clean sheet here, then no, there's no question – Right. about whether or not this is the best def defensive performance because you have a team in it that's red hot like Portland. Um, yeah, they were on a streak, and MLS loves to break streaks. You know, this time it was the Galaxy uh, winless streak that got broken and and uh, and, and Portland's uh, <laughs> win streak that got broken um, or, or I guess, uh, lossless streak that got broken. So, uh, you know, MLS got his cake and eat it too because, of course, you would. Why would you have a cake and not eat it? I hate those stupid things. <laughs> uh, and and as you and as you pointed out, there was a good collective performance, even from the substitutions. And uh, what do we say all the time about the galaxy in terms of what their depth is like? Um, you don't have different major makers off the bench this time. You do. You actually had four difference makers come off the bench. I thought the 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 subs did make a, a big impact. And and as we heard from Sasha Kleshin's post-game interview with Nikki K on, on the Spectrum broadcast. 
um, he gave a really heartfelt sort of answer to her question about you know him coming in as a substitute and he the thing that struck me a lot was or the i guess the the thing he said that struck me the most was i give a lot and he paused probably because he was choking up but i think what he meant to say was i give a lot for my for my career and and my life um but the fact that he paused there i give a lot I think that speaks volumes as the kind of person and the kind of leader that Sasha question is, um, you know, he, when he, he's not, he was never going to light this league on fire. You know, he's not the Sasha that we saw when he was with the Red Bulls all those years. He was not the Sasha that we saw when he was with um, Chivas USA, when he was a kid um, or, or with Anderlecht. Um He's a guy, he's a veteran who knows what this league is uh, from his time with the Red Bulls, with Orlando. Um, and I think that he's finally come into his own and sort of found his path with this team. And I think it's I think it's a long-term one. But getting back to just coming in, being the difference maker, um, he said it on the broadcast. Whether it was, it, it was an embellishment or not, I don't think it was. I, I, I think that he was genuine in that he said that um, – you know, if he comes in and he and he gets garbage minutes, he's going to be the difference maker. And I thought that when he came in, uh, you know, uh, obviously Alvarez created the the penalty kick and and was dangerous and was the one that that really you know created that opportunity for Question to take and and finish. But I thought that before that he came in and he gave the the Galaxy a little bit of a different uh, attack style, and I thought it was really good when he came in. So. I think he did make the difference. Obviously, you know, the credit goes to Efrain Alvarez to, for creating um, the situation, you know, for him to get fouled and then uh, get a penalty, earn a penalty kick for the Galaxy, for Sasha to put it away. But, you know, Sasha's still got to put that away. Um, I remember somebody standing, was next to me while I was watching the, the, the game and uh, and asked me, they're like, are, you, are they going to give that to Chicharito? And I said, Hell no, Chicharito is terrible at penalty kicks, and uh, and they started laughing. He said, "Yeah, I was gonna say Chicharito's not good at penalties," uh, and I'm glad it went to Sasha. I don't think there was another player on the field at that moment that I would have rather had the ball. Um, yeah, I think I would have to agree with that. Um, the, uh, you need a guy uh, that type of veteran, you know, uh, and you know, cool. I mean, cool as he can get, right? And um, pressure, pressure situation, right? He, 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 you know that you need the three points. You know that you deserve this game. You miss this penalty, you know you, you basically lost two points. Um, in oh, I think and, you missed the penalty that you lost the playoffs. Um, I think it's I think it was bigger than that. I, I mean, it, it's well, I don't think. I mean, it wasn't a must-win game in the traditional sense. Um, that all of that these are must-win games, Lewis. Right. All of them are finals. Um, they're, uh, <laughs> the, the, the term must win is about as overused as golazos. Um, <laughs> la, I'll just say it right now. Um, there are games that you might need to, you know, would really, really go a long way in helping your cause, but it's not a must win in, in the traditional sense. This was not a must win game, but you would really, really be shooting yourself in the foot a lot more if you were not getting the three points. Um, and we'll talk more about, you know, scenarios a little later on. Um, but, um, no, I mean, for, for him to come in in that situation, knowing that we outplay this team, knowing I need to bury this game, we need to win this game. And it may not have been a final, but yeah, I mean, the, the game was extremely important. You needed those three points. So, yeah. um, and the, I mean, the goalie guessed correctly, you know, he, he hits that any softer and an inch, you know, closer to center. Um, the Galaxy are walking away with a draw. Right. So he hits it at that perfect spot. Um, and so, uh, you know, kudos to him. And, of course, and kudos to pace. Alvarez. I mean, nothing. Is, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if he hits yeah. any slower, a little bit more, and like an inch to, to the center, it's getting blocked. Yeah. What's, um, what's, so, odd, what's odd is that live, I didn't think he hit it that hard. And when I watched it in slow motion, the way the net, the way the back of the net, um, bends as the ball goes into it. I was like, oh, he actually hit that 
with pretty good pace. Like I was surprised, but but for some reason live, I was like, oh, that's you know, that's weird. The goal that he didn't get to it because I, you know, I thought he would. Right. But no. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a really really well taken penalty. Um, let, me, let, let me talk about the goals here because I mean uh, th- there is a re- re- like rekindled hope for the Galaxy season. Uh, not for me. I still think the Galaxy are missing <laughs> the playoffs. Uh, I still stand by that. Uh, one one game is not going to change my opinion. I said this last season. I said the beginning of this season. You better be consistent. So one game is not changing that. And uh, you played a really good game in one of the most MLSy nights <laughs> we've seen this season. So um, I- I'm not... I'm not going to change it. And again, I will take emotion and opinion out the door when we talk about the scenarios, the playoff scenarios and the schedule that remains for the Galaxy. But um, for me, the goals that were scored were about just as fluky as Portland's. It was one of those where, like, the Galaxy 100% deserved three points. You know, they weren't lucky to get out of there like they didn't deserve it. They were lucky that it happened because of the way the goals were scored, right? You have um, Chicha's goal, who was, you know, they're saying, oh, that is like the most Chicha goal ever. Like, yes, it's, it's, it's a poacher goal. It's being yeah, at the it right really place was. at the right time. Um, <laughs> which is, yeah, it's fair. Um, and the thing is, is that I don't think it was as easy of a goal as you would think. Because I don't think Chicharito expected that ball to get to him. I mean, it was a complete, the goal was, was, was made because the defender just completely whiffed on a clearance. I mean, the guy was all by himself. It wasn't even for that sure. there was pressure he, on him. He had to be there. He had to be at the, at that right place right. and have and that, he, that timing. And you're but, right. It did surprise him. And he did have the ability to put that in the back of the net. And um, he could have missed that. I mean, like, the, the, I mean, easily. I have to credit, I have to credit him not giving up on the play. I have to credit him being at the right place at the right time again and i have to credit him with the with the reaction to say oh my god because he had like a split second to see the ball oh my god it got through i'm gonna just kind of you know it wasn't a tap in it wasn't that it just landed on his foot and he just has to tap it in the guy had to you know dive uh to get there and he had to toe poke it in he could have easily missed it himself he could have uh you know he could have easily missed the ball all all around because you know, not expecting it, and with that short time frame to make that decision, um, and then to be inaccurate—that's you know, high probability. That wasn't an easy goal. I mean, it wasn't a difficult goal either, but it, it wasn't like that regular tap-in. Um, the guy had to be aware, um, and he saw it. He reacted to it. Um, it was a fluky goal, regardless. I mean, the the the, the defender should have cleared it one hundred percent. So the galaxy were able to capitalize on a very, very huge mistake from the defense. And then, of course, you have the penalty um, at the end of the game, kind of bailing them out. It was a penalty. It wasn't controversial. It was 100% a penalty. Um, but when you think of uh, you know penalty as a game winner, you kind of feel like you got bailed out a little bit. But at the same time, I know the Galaxy deserve this victory. It's just yeah. really bothersome that, you know, this is kind of reminiscent, uh, aside from the, the the fact that they dominated the game reminiscent of the the team at the beginning of the season where like look you're not playing well but you're finding ways to win right you may or may not have deserved the victory but you fought and you found a way around it this team found a way around it you know all those chances missed all those uh, all that possession and all the you know the shots that they're taking and just that, that ball just was not going in right um and but they went in in two ways that were a little bit unexpected they found a way to win right yeah um and, and so, I would argue that Portland goal was fluky as well. So right, like all around, saying. it was fluky. It was it was an MLS type of night. I mean, it, yeah. it, it really was. Yeah, MLS, that, that yes. Right. So um, I, I do have a little issue there that, you know, game number, what are we, number 29, uh, you are still having the same problems, right? You still can't finish. You still have, uh, you know, uh, trouble finding the back of the net. Um, it has been an issue for most of the season. It hasn't really been, you know, figured out completely yet. I like the fact that you played your best game in quite a while. Um, but um, is it too little too late, right? I mean, that, that that's basically, you know, for me, where you stand. Um, you're, you're not really giving yourself much breathing room anymore, right? You didn't do this even, as a, you know, last year, the beginning of last month, I mean. 
um, where you have a little bit of breathing room, right? So, um, yeah, you're coming down with um, the 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 end of the schedule, and it's not easy. It's not easy. Before I get into that, let, let let's let's talk a little bit more about uh, the play. Uh, we'll, we'll do the whole uh, player ratings here. Who's the who's the highest rated player of uh, that game? Uh, and this I mean, was actually can I give it to, this, this <laughs> was I give actually it to question. Kind of, right. I mean, just just naturally, you would think that it would have to be a Sasha question, right? Just because of you know what we saw, but um, no, uh, no. Um, obviously, uh, Victor Vasquez was instrumental to how the Galaxy played. He had probably the most touches on the night. Um, it's, I, I mean, you know, probably Victor Vasquez. Victor Vasquez. I, I, I would say, you know, off the top of my head, it would be like. Chicharito only because you know he he scored and he did get shots off he did create chances, um, but I also feel that Araujo, again we say yeah. it every week for the most part bossed it uh, along with the rest of the defense. Uh, but I feel that Araujo really bossed it, and I would uh, I would say Araujo, uh, but you would be correct. It was Victor Vasquez um, at eight point four, pretty high rating. Eight point four. Yep. Um, Second highest. Um, I mean, like, I, I know this is not a player that we are really like attributing to this, at especially this year. But I thought that Jonathan Dos Santos had a pretty good game. Um, there was that moment where he came up uh, limping. Um, I think it was like a hamstring or something, and he played through it and. I didn't think he was going to make it. I just thought, oh, great, we're going to lose Jonathan, um, you know, for the rest of the year, and then he'll be gone. But he played through it, and he seemed to um, manage himself for another few minutes before uh, Clushing came in. Um, but I'll, I'll just just for the just for showing that extra little bit of heart, I think that we haven't seen from Jonathan for for a while. Uh, I'm going to give it to him. All right. Um, so obviously, if I thought Araujo was first, I thought you know, we're not right. second, yep. right? Second, right. Um, well, I, I'll be wrong again. It was uh, this was a little out of left field. I actually would not have said this, um, or I wouldn't have thought this. Um, it's it's Hamalainen. Oh, Hamalainen. He was pretty it, involved, and I thought he had a decent game. Yeah, I, I thought he had. A, he, again, I, I kind of just feel that I, I don't really think that there was one player that really had like this bad game that really stood out that really said like oh you were kind of like that weak link like and you can tell that you were on an island by yourself i didn't see that from this squad um person yeah, i would agree with that and, and, and i thought homelina had a really good game uh all things considered but again I, I think it was just part of a collective performance he had 8.1 he was by the way the highest rated defender uh, uh at 8.1 uh i thought Derek williams had a, a, a good game as well, um, and he had a 7.8 as well as Araujo. He had 7.8 as well. Uh, Nick DePue had 7.6. So very high scores along uh, the uh, the defense, the back line, even with uh, letting a goal in. Unfortunately, not yeah. for Bond. He was the lowest rated at 6.4. I was going to say, oh, you're going to break my heart when you ask yeah. for who the lowest rated yeah. player was because I'm, I'm guessing it's Bond. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, you, you allow a goal, and uh, you didn't have to make that many. Actually, no, he did make quite a few saves. He had five. Uh, so that's actually kind of like surprisingly low for someone who had five saves. Um, so I'm not really sure what, where oh, that's going. Um, I think the goalie let in kind of, uh, I, you know. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it was a. Like that yeah. should not have gone in. It should not have gone in. I agree. Um, lowest rated field player. Who was it? Like I said, this is tough because of. Yeah. You know, I thought everyone had. I, this is really tough. And I. I. Well, go on. Give me. Well, the the only the only player you haven't mentioned yet is Rayan. Um. So I actually would have said either Ravelison or Dos Santos, to be honest. Uh-huh. Uh. Because uh, as far as like standing out, they really didn't. Um. But they didn't play bad, right? Defensively, they they did their job, right? So, um, we both be wrong. I it was Cabral. Uh, mm-hmm. it was Cabral at six point eight, and I think that. Kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, you know, we don't really expect much from Cabral. So when he's showing a hustle and urgency, it's like, hey, right? 
Good job, um, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I think that's probably what impressed us is that, you know, he was checking back. He was running. He was he was playing with, like, purpose, right? Uh, yeah. And that's what kind of, like, made us believe that, hey, he actually had a pretty good game. Well, he was the lowest rated player. Um, not including Legit, who played for 20 minutes at 6.1. Uh, so I don't really count that. No, uh, it's, it's... Um, but, yeah, I, I think overall, uh, I think that the Galaxy just collectively had a really, really good performance. So I, I hope that that continues. Um Let's go ahead and get into that then, right? Um, the Galaxy have a tough schedule regardless of what people may think. Um, it's not just what's on the surface. Um, I know that Josh from Corner of the Galaxy uh, has been asking how many points did the Galaxy get in these final six games. Um, and th- there's some high scores out there. <laughs> like th- th- There's like you know those green-black glasses. They're really on. Um, people have been nice saying 10. Black. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 10 and 11 points I've seen, um, six, seven, nine points I've seen. And I, you know, and this is, I, I can't see it. I don't see it. Um, well, let's, let's, David, let's I mean, start uh, with, let's start with just the next two games, right? Let's start with the, just the next two games because yeah. a lot of people like, like if, if people are saying a minimum of six points is possible, I'm thinking that this is where they feel that the majority of those points are going to come. Yeah. Um, so let's break it down and tell you how yeah. we'll, we'll this go is game not by as game. easy as you think. Okay. Yeah. So you have Houston uh, tomorrow night. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, on Wednesday, it's uh, later on in the evening, or the game might already have been done. Um, Houston. Let's take let's take away the fact that you know uh, what happened on Saturday this past Saturday night was about as MLS as you get. Let's go ahead and take that out of the equation um, and say, well, if you didn't beat Houston at home, why would you be able to beat them on the road? Right. Um, we have struggled in Houston as of late. And despite the fact that Houston is a bad team uh, who is not going to make the playoffs, I think I think they are. I think I read somewhere that they are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Um I'm not 100 percent sure of that. I, I think I read that somewhere. So Houston yeah. has not okay. So yeah. Houston has absolutely nothing to play for. Um, that never stopped them from playing spoiler, uh, especially with us. So um, I don't expect uh, you know uh, a depleted lineup. Um, I, I think they're still going to go out and try to ruin someone's season, um, despite the fact that they're not making the playoffs. Houston still does not lose at home. They've lost three times. Only three times um, all season at home. Now, they don't have a great home record. It's not like they're beating everybody, right? They did yeah. beat Seattle this past Saturday, but again, MLSE night, MLSE day. Um, but they've only lost three. Uh, the three teams that beat them were Colorado, uh, Minnesota, and I believe RSL. Well, no, Portland. Portland. Portland, Colorado, and Minnesota. Those are the three teams uh, that beat them. Um, other than that, they have not lost. <sighs> Take away the fact that, you know, the performance on Saturday, you know, did they repeat again? You probably have to do that against stand a chance because I, it's going to be difficult for the galaxy to be team number four to do, to do that. Statistically, it doesn't look like it's possible. You're going on, you know, short rest. You have a midweek game. You're on the road in a tough venue. Um, and, you know, it's not an automatic three points. And again, if you couldn't beat them at home, um, when you did play a better second half, when you did dominate the second half, um, how are you going to do it on the road? I just don't see it happening. I think like your probably best case scenario. Well, best case scenario is obviously three points. Your, your most likely scenario, best like best likely scenario, is probably going to be a draw. In which case, you're dropping points. Yeah. You know, you're 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 you you definitely need a win here. Um, and it, it becomes tricky because you have to start thinking about rotation because um, the rest of the schedule, it, it doesn't get any easier, right? I, I, I don't see a victory happening in Houston. It's a tough venue to play in. We struggle in Houston. Uh, when we do win, it's, it's, it's always really, really tough. We kind of just kind of uh, just struggle over there for some reason. I don't think that Wednesday would be any different. I don't see us getting three points. Um, I think a draw is probably the most likely scenario. Yeah. But even then, I, I 
it's just the way that this Galaxy team has played. I'm not, you know, I take away the Saturday's performance. I, I, I just, I think even a draw might be tougher than originally. If uh, just mm, if they come just, out focused, if they come out focused, obviously, um, I think a draw at minimum is what they would they're they're looking at. Um, I, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't know if they get a win here in Houston. I think they definitely win at home against Dallas. And I know there's probably uh, historically over the last couple of seasons that are probably going to go against us. I think that's what started our losing streak or our win the streak, right? Is is a I, loss to Dallas I at don't home. Think, I don't think so. What, what I am going to say about Dallas is that I don't even think we – well, people will say this isn't – three points here right yeah the people who are saying six or seven or even nine points are also saying that this is probably your easiest victory out of those three games uh where you can get victories this is probably your easiest game i'm gonna say no you're gonna have to pull this back a little bit and it's not because of the opponent in front of you if this was just a run-of-the-mill regular season game against a dallas point yeah you probably would be beating them However, this is your third game in eight days. There's going to be squad rotation, which yeah. which is why I'm going to double back to Houston because do you do the rotation there? Do you do the rotation at home against Dallas where you feel, okay, you probably have an advantage there? I don't know what you're going to do here. I don't know what Vanny has planned, but you're dropping points in one of these or maybe both of these games because just the way that the season has gone, when you're playing that final third game in eight in seven or nine days it has not looked good for the galaxy we have not won a single one of those games in fact you looked poor in every single one the best performance that you had in one of the, in, in the third game in as in a week was the lafc game on october 3rd and we saw what happened in the second half where we yeah. thought that it was going to be intense second half it was going to go balls out it was very sloppy. It was slow. And it was both teams. Both teams look like that. They're both poor teams, and they're both coming off of, you know, three games uh, in that same week. So it showed. Here we are again. You're playing that third game in eight days. It's going to be a slow game. It's yeah. going to be a horrible grind. It's not going to look good. I don't think three points are guaranteed or even easy here, especially since I think Dallas had a bye week. This past weekend, right? Did they play? Uh, I don't think they played. I don't think they did. Yeah, so there it is. So they're resting. They have a midweek game, but they're not playing three games in eight days. They're playing, you know, since they had that bye week, they're going to be more well-rested. And though the Galaxy will have home field advantage here, that's a huge advantage for Dallas, especially the way that the Galaxy have been playing those. The last time this happened, by the way, granted that it was on the road, that was when Dallas just absolutely ran over us four to yeah. one uh so i'm not saying history will repeat itself but it's very possible i don't think that this is an easy three points i think this is again an extremely tough game and i don't know which one you want to sacrifice with rotation um and again i will double back to these two games because guess what you're not going to get any breaks you're not going to have a week off another so, i'm sorry go ahead no, no i was gonna say so i think you you what you probably do is you um you sit Vasquez for the Houston game um, and maybe you pull Chicha out a little earlier than normal and put Jovalik in, get him some minutes in the Houston game. Um, and then at home against Dallas, you really have to go for the victory. So you, I think you, you play like a, a good 60 minutes in Houston and then you start to rotate and see if you can either, you know, depending on whether they're up or, uh, you know, tied at that point, you try to preserve the draw. That's bitten the galaxy in the ass a little bit already. Uh, once already, I think it was against um, Minnesota, right? Where they were, where it looked like they were just trying to like preserve as much as possible and then, you know, sort of go for it toward the end. Um, but, you know, I think you do that against Houston who's already eliminated from the playoffs. So you you know, they might want to play spoiler, but you know, they but you sort of have to take that chance. I, I don't know what um Tab Ramos is gonna do with that squad. Um you obviously have players who on, on Houston 
who are not fluky, but kind of inconsistent. Maxi Arudi isn't, you know, if he was a consistent finisher, um, he would be somewhere else. He wouldn't be still playing in MLS. Um, he gets himself into good spots, but he's not great at finishing. So if you can rattle the confidence in Houston, uh, like I said, play a good 60 minutes and then rotate, that's good for the Galaxy. And then I think you you go in and you uh, you go for it against Dallas. I, I'm going to double back to these two games because um, I'm, I think they're all really connected here. Um, because, uh, as I said, the schedule is tough. It's not just the opponents that you're playing. It's the amount of time. So you have a Wednesday game, you have a Saturday game against Dallas. That's three games in eight days. And a mere four days later, you're going to play against Kansas the City. best team. Uh, no, Seattle. Seattle's your first game, I believe. Or is it the other way around? No, it's Kansas City and then Seattle. Okay. So then you have Kansas City. That's right. So you have Kansas City on Wednesday. So just four days later, you're going to have to go well, not quite cross country, but pretty close to it in a stadium where the Galaxy don't do well. Have they even won at that stadium? They've won once, maybe? I, I, where? I'd, I'd probably, in I'd Minnesota? Probably hit, no, in uh, Kansas City. Oh, in Kansas City. Um, yeah. I think they've won once, if that, since that stadium opened. They don't do well. And now you're playing against yeah. a team that is superior to you. So you would think, and I think a lot of fans would say that this is a loss. I don't think... You know, you can even you're hoping for a draw, but here's where I'm going to double back with these with the first two games. Do you go balls out in Houston and say, look, this is a we need three points here. We're we absolutely need three points. We're not playing for a draw. We have to go balls out. Houston, you need those three points. Anything less is a failure. And then, you know, three days later. Go home, Dallas and say. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm asking a lot of you right now. I'm going to have to put you in here again, and you need to go balls out one more time because we need another three points. And then say, maybe we should tank. Not tank, but maybe we should just play survival in Kansas City because now you're playing four games in 12 days, right? And you're on the road in a place that you don't win against a better opponent. At that point, is it just like, uh, this is the game that we're sacrificing. And I'm just going to play survival. And I'm just going to park the bus for 90 minutes and hope that I get some sort of set-piece goal, some sort of you know, fluke goal, yeah. a good counterattack, and just kind of survive and hope to get a point. Before, by the way, three days later, five games in 15 days. For... Soccer, that's a fucking hell of a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And then you have to go from Kansas City three days later up to Seattle on turf with tired legs. And again, what do you do? Do you go balls out and try to do something in Seattle? Or again, do you sacrifice it? Do you go survival mode one more time uh, before you finally get a uh, a week off? And then uh, decision day happens at home, Minnesota, where you should be well-rested and it becomes, then it's probably a must win at that point. Um, especially if things aren't going the way you're supposed to, you know, in Houston and oh, in Texas. Um, like, what happens there? Like, because if you're dropping points against Houston and Dallas, all of a sudden Kansas City and Seattle become even more important where, like, yeah, you're going to need something there. Um, and, again, I don't see them getting points in Kansas City or Seattle. I don't think anybody does. And um, if they drop the ball in Houston and, you know, they come out sluggish against Dallas and they don't win that game by the time they hit Minnesota, they may not even be playing for a playoff. And if yeah. they are, you're probably looking at like, you need help. Well, then um, I think you go balls out against Houston and Dallas and then yeah, which survive is what the I, rest of the games. Right. right. And, and that's what I'm saying. I think you have to go balls out in Houston and Dallas. You sacrifice the two games that you're probably expected to lose and then have a I don't think rest. you sacrifice. You know, you just run the risk of not right. winning those games. And, well, the difference, you know, well, the difference is... I think you still put out a competitive lineup. I think the difference is Houston and Dallas, you're playing to win. Kansas City and Seattle, you're playing not to lose. Yeah. 
And there's a huge difference in those two uh, styles. So, and then of course, Minnesota at that point, I think has to, I think we obviously, I don't know, but I think at that point it's either a must win or a meaningless game. Um, and me being me, I think it's going to be a meaningless game. I think they do drop the ball in Houston and Dallas. I don't think that they get those six points. And obviously I don't think they get, they score points in Dallas and Seattle and it makes the Minnesota game practically obsolete, which goes back to me saying this, this team doesn't make the playoffs. Um, if the Galaxy, again, even if they're playing the way they played against Portland, you're, you're playing five games in 15 days. That's a lot. That's, that, a lot. that's, that, 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 that's quite a bit. Um, you're going to need rotation. You're not going to have your A squad. But, but, this, is also, but this is also a, uh, a, you know, sort of one of those situations where if they suddenly get hot, then you can see them picking up points in, you know, in Kansas City. Maybe not a win, but a draw. You can see them, you know, hit Seattle unexpectedly. You can see them beat Minnesota. If, um, they, I mean, look, if they get honest, hot, they have to get hot. Like, if, but, well, I mean, it's a huge if because, again, yeah. I'm not holding my breath. All of it is I, a huge if. I'm not holding my breath. One game is not going to make me say, oh, they got Alex turned a corner. Oh, we're back. Oh, they figured it out. No, I, I, I'm not there. Um, if in the two games against Dallas and Houston, you play the same way you, you played against Portland and you get those victories, all of a sudden you might start thinking, wait a minute, did they actually turn a corner? But again, three games is not going to tell me anything. However, you also don't have the luxury of, well, I want to see how the season plays out. Like, no, this is your, your backs are against the wall right now. You, we have no choice, but to accept that, that this is the galaxy side that's going to be headed into the playoffs or headed out of the playoffs. So um, we don't have that luxury of seeing how this plays out. Um, as far as long term, this is it. This, these are the final five games. You know, whatever, this is it, right? So, even if you're winning those first two games, now you're like, uh, okay, well, again, you burned yourself out. Now, what happens on the road against again superior opponents? Like, even if if you have all the momentum, you still have to deal with fatigue. But let's just say, at our best, at the most optimistic, and they get some ungodly, you know, flow of stamina in those legs where they're able to hang throughout the five games and they go unbeaten for some crazy reason. Yeah, that is not going to happen. Where, like, they get they get the, the victories in, in uh, against Houston and Dallas. They get the draws miraculously in Kansas City and Seattle and then win the final game in Minnesota. And you go, like, into the playoffs like that? what team is going to beat them in the playoffs, right? Then yeah. you start thinking like, wait a minute, you got hot at the right time and you beat some, or you didn't lose against some pretty fucking t- tough competition. Now you're going to go up, you know, going into that playoffs unbeaten with, uh, with that type of schedule, you might turn some heads, but I'm getting way ahead of myself. That is just absolutely best case scenario. And the chances of that happening are like slim to none. I might, if that happens, just remind me to buy a you know a lottery ticket at, at the same time because <laughs> holy crap like well, just what you need to do no way it's happening you need to have somebody from the galaxy buy a lottery ticket for you you for, you, right, you right, have right. nothing to do with it <laughs> <laughs> um again i don't see it happening and look here's the thing when i make these type of predictions when i make these type of criticism i want to be proven wrong right i said the galaxy aren't making the playoffs at the beginning of the season i want you to prove me wrong um they were for a bit I said, okay, season's done when you couldn't beat Houston at home. I wanted to be proven wrong. And um, I don't take pleasure that I'd be right if the Galaxy missed the playoffs. I wouldn't take pleasure in that. I'd be bummed. I'd be upset. I'd be, you know, uh, I, again, I, I'm going to go back to this. You're not going to convince me that this is a rebuilding year and that's why we didn't make the playoffs. We, we tanked the second half. We had a meltdown in the second half. Um, inexplicable. Um, but the Galaxy right now hold their own destiny. There is no must-win game yet, but you would really help your cause if you're not dropping points against lower teams. So, again, I'm not really holding my breath. I don't have a renowned sense of hope. Um, that's just me, and maybe that's just me being kind of cautious and you know not to hurt myself in the future. Um, what happens, happens. Um, I hope for the best. Obviously, I'm rooting for them 100%. Um, but I, I just, I, I, 
I can't hold. I, I really can't say with any sort of confidence that this team is not missing the playoffs. It's just I can't say it. Not at this point. Not after just well, we'll, one game. We'll just have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. You know, like we said, we have Houston coming up, and then um, you know we go back home uh, against Dallas. Um, I, I'm I, I'm pretty sure that I'll be at the game uh, against Dallas. Um, I actually. Um, I don't, Lewis, I don't know if, I don't know if you saw, but, um, we were, we were kind of holding out the, uh, the family Ted Lasso inspired sticker, um, for issue three of the magazine, because, um, we have some stuff that's related to sort of the theme of, uh, family coming in, coming up in, in the next issue of the LA is our house community magazine. Um, but I felt it was an appropriate thing to get it out there after Sasha was sort of the hero of the game. And um, that sticker after all is designed uh, after Sasha. Um, Something that happened pretty early in the season or or maybe even preseason when Vanny wrote on the whiteboard in the locker room, play like brothers. And you can see Sasha writing in big letters, family underneath that play like brothers um, symbol and and that really like stuck with me. Um, we we put the sticker out. Um, it got a lot of traction. Um, Sasha himself um, has a, a couple of the stickers. We're going to be delivering more to him um, in on the next game. So I kind of have to be at the match on Saturday. Um, so I'll be there. Bobby Bobby will be there. We'll have issue number two of the magazine. Uh, this one, that one's called Villainous, right, Lewis? The issue number two, yes. Issue number two is called Villainous. Um, we'll be there. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll be. If you want a pre-order magazine, we have some really good content content in there. We have Murs interview. We have articles by you, articles by Chris Conway. Uh, articles by Michelle Hutink. Um, there's a lot of good content in there. If, if uh, you know, we're we're trying really hard to make sure we maintain a level for the Galaxy fans that um, that you know deserve deserve good content. Um, and uh, and we're we're really proud of of the project. Um, and you know we're going to continue to do that. But uh, yeah, the the sticker design that's uh, modeled after Sasha. And it, it really like resonated after the, the match. I was like, wait, I need to get this out there because I, I feel like this is the appropriate time to get it out there. Um, and I'm I'm really hoping that you know Sasha's sentiments after the game, the fact that he's coaching the academy kids, um, the fact that you know a lot of these guys look like they had fire in their bellies is gonna be the catalyst to something to to make that final push you know we may not succeed but i feel like the galaxy are going to be competitive in this final stretch i hope so um they were competitive in the first half of the season they were more than competitive um they weren't playing well but they were more than competitive Uh, they were holding their own um this team is capable of of doing that again they just need to just find it in themselves um and you know hopefully during that uh in international break they did um whatever vanny said um in d- during that break to the players uh they responded uh against portland um and hopefully it wasn't just you know that fluke of a day uh in the league uh hopefully it continues i i, I do feel they're capable of doing it i'm just not sure if it's actually going to materialize um and again it's is it too little too late um but um we'll see um as i said before uh, in a previous episode, I, I like this team. I like the way it was built. It was built correctly. Um, I'll get a little bit more in depth uh, once the season is done, regardless of what happens, playoffs or not. I, I will talk about, you know, um, this team this past season. Um, but I, uh, I like the team. I, I do like the team, and I want to like the team. Um, so. Um, yeah, hopefully they got it. Hopefully they figured out. Hopefully they, you know, something just clicked. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully it continues um, 
to be the case um, in the final five games and uh, hopefully in the playoffs. So uh, by the time we record the next episode, we'll definitely have a much, we should at least, have a much clearer picture of where the Galaxy's uh, playoff hopes lie because two games would have been played. Um, so, um, yeah, I think by that point, you will know very much uh, if the Galaxy are making the playoffs or not, uh, especially since I'm following two games uh, many people consider losses uh, already. So, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have something good to talk about uh, in the following, uh, yeah. following week. Uh- Obviously, um, you know the uh, the the other teams may we may need some help to feel more comfortable from other teams. But um, you know, right now the Galaxy are they got a little bit of separation from you know below the playoff line and not below the playoff line. But they need to get some. They need to pick up more points to sort of you know solidify their spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's only I think there's only two teams that have clinched uh, playoffs. Right now, and and that's New England, obviously, uh, <laughs> um, who have clinched, and I think Seattle um, are mathematically um, not. Uh, uh, yeah, what do you call yeah, it? Seattle, Seattle. Yeah, they can't Seattle be eliminated. Could, yeah, they can't be eliminated. Uh, uh, Houston, Houston, Austin, um, Chicago, Toronto, and Cincinnati have all been eliminated from playoff contention now at this point. So, um, you know, right, right in between, uh, Dallas sitting at 28 points, somehow not eliminated. They must have, you know, more games, uh, to play than, uh, than everybody else. But, but I mean, I mean, again, Dallas is not necessarily, not mathematically eliminated, but they may as well. They have, Houston has played 30. Dallas has played 29. So that one point, maybe that with that one extra game, they're basically done. I think that the next there's, there's like so many things that need to happen for Dallas to continue to stay alive. I think again, it is just a mathematical improbability that Dallas would have make the playoffs. I would have them though. Not officially out. They're out. Yeah. So, um, I mean, again, they have less points than Houston, and right. somehow they're not mathematically out. Well, Houston um, is only out because a whole bunch of things had to happen, and then so let's say Dallas makes up that one game because they have one game on um, on Houston. So on let's Houston. say they won that one game; they're at thirty-one. That's probably where, like, okay, well, that's probably the difference maker. That one point, but again, I think something else has to happen. Uh, other results. Because obviously yeah. Dallas does not hold their their destiny in their own hands. The Galaxy, by the way, do. The Galaxy keep keep winning, keep getting points. They will stay in the playoff hunt. They are in sixth right now, but tied with points uh, with RSL uh, and only four points behind Portland. So they very much control their own destiny. They get points. They continue to to do that. They will stay um, in the top seven. Whereas Dallas can, you know, win out. They're gonna need help and a lot of it a lot of things need to happen like i said it's it's an i think it's a mathematical improbability that dallas uh would make the playoffs i would have them eliminated um but um and san jose with 33 points also has a game on hand uh on houston also i think only houston has played 30 games everyone else is at 29 yeah that's what i'm looking at right now houston's the only team that has played 30 games yeah so um san jose still in the hunt lafc still in the hunt um i said just don't sleep on Vancouver here. Remember, I, I, I said, I, I think it was on Balls and Beers. Uh, Vancouver, all of a sudden, like, starting to play, and they, they got back into the hunt. I actually think they sneak in here yeah, again. I, I think I, they will, too. And they did fire their coach, so they have a coach's bump. And um, I, I think they sneak into the playoffs. Unfortunately, I also feel that it's, uh, and I said this a, a few weeks ago, <laughs> it's, it's the, they take the Galaxy spot here, too. Well, we'll um, see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, but, you know, like I said, the Galaxy right now do control their own destiny. Um, the games right now are not must-wins, but they would go a long way <laughs> in helping their cause. Right. Um, but no must-win games yet. Yeah, I think, um, I, think, uh, I think the better scenario is that Salt Lake drops points, Minnesota drop points, and, you know, Portland. even if Vancouver... Uh, no, Portland's in fourth place. They can continue to, to, to go up. You know, at this point, 
I don't care about Seattle, Kansas City, Colorado, or Portland because I think they're they're pretty solidified. No, and they're gonna we're, make we're only we're only four points behind Portland. If Portland all of a sudden drops points, well, let's say let's say Portland. Well, we, we want we want Salt Lake, who's at forty two points, and Minnesota, who's at forty one points, to drop points. If Vancouver, so that means that if both those teams drop points, and even if Vancouver catches up, that still leaves the Galaxy and Vancouver in the playoffs. So here, so and, let, and let, one let me, of the other teams. Obviously, uh, I can break down the entire Western Conference. I, I feel I mean, like and, I feel and every like single Portland is too high up there to even reach no, and care about. I don't think so. What I, if, I think because what if Portland's dropping points to Vancouver and LAFC and to San Jose? We don't need so, them to drop points against those teams. We need but, them to drop points. We need them to beat those teams. Okay, so here is where. Uh, okay, so let, let, let's uh, let's get into this because. Uh, and I'll just take the Portland schedule. I'm not going to look at every one. I'm not going to look yeah. at uh, and I, and and by the way, I should look at every one because every single one of them play an important part um, because it's so tight in the Western Conference. You're right. Forget what Seattle's doing. Get what Kansas City is doing, and forget what Colorado's doing. You're not catching up to them. The highest you're possibly going to get in the playoffs is the fourth seed. That guarantees one home game or at least one home field advantage series uh, in the playoffs. You definitely want to strive for that. But again, you're going to need a little bit of help. You're only four points behind Portland, so it's not out of out of reach. Portland's next game is against Vancouver. Right. So you want Portland so to win that game. You want them to draw. You want them to draw. You don't want either one of those teams to win. Vancouver will catch up to you, and or Portland will gain. You know, uh, will go higher. You want this to be a draw where Vancouver stays below you, and Portland becomes catchable. And again, if you are going balls out in Houston and you win, you've just gained two points yeah. on Portland. You are now one game behind Portland. Portland's game on Saturday, the following day, where a lot of people expect the Galaxy to win against Dallas, well, Portland has to travel to Colorado. That is a game that Colorado needs to win. And if the Galaxy win, guess what? They have leapfrogged Portland right there. So it is very much possible that we can still get as high as fourth i want portland to drop points as well colorado let them win um and then rsl and portland do play uh when we play kansas city again you want that to be a draw unless vancouver vancouver plays san jose which means that they'll probably gain points there they're probably gain points there portland plays san jose so and portland finishes off the season against austin by the way austin has beaten portland twice so that kind of bodes well um for whatever reason, Portland just doesn't do well against Austin. Um, England plays Colorado for some reason. Why? Yeah, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah either you way, got Dallas. You got Dallas and Salt Lake on the twenty seventh. You obviously yeah. want Dallas. Um, you want Dallas, Dallas to win that game. Um, game. Yeah, Portland and San Jose, like you said, Minnesota and, and Vancouver. That's another that's, one that you probably want. You need draw a draw. Yeah, you want to draw on that one. Yep. So uh, a lot of games, a lot of things can happen. Um, but again, the Galaxy hold the, their, their destiny in their own hands. Win games, get the points. Don't have to worry about the rest of the results. Just focus on you. The other teams will beat each other up. One way or the other, you're staying in the top seven. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting. I don't. The funny thing is, I don't think well, it's. I think a, you just talked yourself. I think you just talked to Galaxy. You know, a playoff spot, Lewis. We, I I did not because I still believe the Galaxy are getting getting those points. Um, what's interesting is that this is. I mean, decision day obviously is going to be a hell of a lot of fun, but at the same time, man, you have a decision, couple weeks, <laughs> so um, yeah, it's going to be a very stressful but fun time. Uh, in MLS in the final two games I mean two I'm sorry two games two weeks so yeah a lot to look at and a lot of games to watch because a lot of yeah we we are also dependent on uh, other results as far as seeding so yeah good times fun times good times so uh, Lewis I think you posted um, on, on Twitter uh, did we get any questions from listeners no <laughs> not. okay then nope uh okay well um we also posted on um on instagram we did not get any questions so uh yeah th- thanks a lot jerks <laughs> there it is nobody listens to us nobody cares we appreciate every single one of you 
Yes, thank you for not <laughs> listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, you know, um, we will, uh, we'll, you know, we'll be back soon uh, to talk about, uh, you know, either the the horrible situation that the Galaxy has put themselves after losing to Houston and Dallas or the wonderful position that we're in after beating those two teams or, <laughs> you know, the same thing that we've kind of been, uh, you know, treading the line, wondering where we're going to end up for the season. So, um, yeah, uh, I mean, Lewis, unless you have anything else. No, I think that's it. I, I think we covered pretty much everything. And uh, uh, David, are you going to depress us? Uh, no, I have nothing to depress anybody with right now at this moment. Sorry to disappoint. That. Yeah, that's it's an incomplete show. All right. Well, that does it for us here. Um, episode 239. We want to thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll, feeling fine. Feeling and feeling fine. We'll see you guys next week. This is David signing off. Good night, everybody. And uh, go Galaxy. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.